Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabina Spätling and today I take you on a journey to Ibiza. This Ibiza travel guide for Techno Lovers 2017 is a reading of the written version which is available on tunesandwings.com. So if you want to find out more about those places and where they are located, just visit the website and enjoy this podcast episode. Ibiza is a magical island that, apart from the commercial areas, has an outstanding spirit. Hippie markets, mystical sunsets, extraordinary but traditional restaurant concepts, Balearic flair, an enchanting nature, power places and of course great electronic music. Every year I am traveling to Ibiza in order to check out the best new hidden spots, parties, people and portrait them for you on tunes and wings. Transparency, in friendly cooperation with Bench and Hacienda na Xamena. Already in my last year's Ibiza article, on the trails of Ibiza hippies, the main question was, Ibiza, the party or hippie island? People say you either love or hate it. Also some say that it has lost its authentic spirit. My mission in 2016 was to rediscover the magic of the island with all its beautiful people, parties and places. The bo bottom line was that the authentic hippie island still exists. Nor in Ibiza town with its commercial clubs, neither in San Antonio, which reminded me of Bellamon. But these places are an exception to the outstanding beauty of the rest of the island. So this year's discovery journey had the mission to find out about new authentic places, parties and people on the island. On my list, tasty and innovative restaurants, interviews with local DJs, breathtaking sunsets and hunting for magnificent beaches. Before I start with the travel guide, I'd like to give you an idea of how a perfect day on Ibiza looks like to me. I would actually start with a breakfast at Passion Cafe. Afterwards, I would do some yoga and meditation at Moon Beach, which is really a magnificent beach. Then I would do a hike to and sunbath at the secret beach Atlantis. Afterwards, because it's just right next to it, I would watch the sunset towards Esvedra. For dinner, I would definitely go to El Portalon in the old town. After that, fantastic and chilled music can be found at La Granca on Fridays. And on summer Sundays, of course, the Wumun Festival and the hippie market in San Juan. In the article below or on the website, you will find out about those places and where they and many more are located. Coming to my this year's hotel recommendation, after checking out all the smaller and outstanding boutique hotels last year, I traveled to one of the first hotels on the island this year, the stunning Hacienda Naxamena. Back in 1970, the architect Daniel Lipsky, if I spell that right, <laughs> had the vision to create a place that is 
integrated into the existing landscape and natural surrounding, which is incredible considering there were no roads, water or electricity. Built on the cliffs in the north of Ibiza, the view from the poolside leaves you speechless. Every room has its own whirlpool, either in the room or outside on the terrace. The Indonesian decor and furniture perfectly fit the bohemian luxury style of this five-star hotel. The spa with its naturally based exterior parkours will be rebuilt and extended during this winter's closing time. So it will be absolutely worth to check, out, check it out and again travel there next year. Enjoy breathtaking views on the emerald green sea also while having dinner at the hotel's Eden restaurant with a light and locally sourced cuisine from the sea and the mountain. Restaurants and cafes. The island offers a great variety of healthy fresh food and local specialities such as seafood and vegetables. Many restaurants on the island cook with ingredients from local farms. That is also why the meals have an intense, great taste. Although I'm more a fan of the island apart from Ibiza town, my two favorite restaurants this year are located in the old town. Find out more about them on the website and where they are located. El Portalon. At first I got very confused when I arrived at the restaurant because I already passed by that place last time and I remembered that the critics I read weren't that good. But I thought, okay, let's give it a try and it was worth it. It turned out that the restaurant opened this year but has actually the same name like its predecessor. The critics that you may find on the internet are probably for the old one as El Portalon nowadays knocked my socks off. I ordered fresh-made pasta with tomatoes. You might think, pretty basic, and that's true. But to me, that is what makes a great cook. Being able to create a taste adventure with local basic food is why El Portalon convinced me. One of the great persons behind the restaurant is Anne Simonsbergen. And I'm so glad I had the pleasure to meet her. On their website it says, Undecided studying Ibiza's food culture, meeting cheesemakers, bakers, beekeepers, fishermen, herds and the fellow farmers who are leading Ibiza's sustainable food movement. El Portalon brings together all these projects into one place, serving sustainably grown and sourced fruit, food in a way that fits seamlessly with the island of Ibiza. She also has her own farm that supplies local organic products to top restaurants and private chefs all across Ibiza. That also explains why I literally could taste the sunshine in the tomatoes. You can also feel Anne's love to the nature of the island when having a look into her worldwide known Ibiza, the Ibiza cookbook, in which she presents new modern Ibizenko cuisine. Los Enamorados, 
The new up and rising hotel concept, Las Los Enamorados, is located in Portinax, which is in the north of the island. Rosemarine and Pierre created an extraordinary place with so much passion that you could feel in every detail. Fun fact, every item you see or sit on has been selected and collected worldwide by them. And the great thing is that you can buy everything that they have brought to the hotel. Their statement on the website is, come and sleep, eat and wander, drink and play, Laugh and Love, Los Enamorados Restaurant Beach Bar Boutique Hotel Bazaar. So this vintage design in combination with the seaside offers a fantastic scenery in which you can have a nice breakfast with good coffee and homemade pastries. The restaurant concept focuses on local produce and fresh fish caught by local fishermen. Musée Santa Getrudis is one of my favorite places on the Isle. A great community where it seems like everyone knows each other. Musée also embodies that feeling and is a nice spot for having, for example, a smoothie, salad, pastries or fresh and healthy breakfast. It also offers a great selection of vegan and vegetarian food. Passion Café The Passion Café is definitely my favorite breakfast spot on the Spanish Isle. Acai bowl, turmeric latte, avocado bread and cold pressed juices give you the power you need for a great day on Ibiza. The café has already six locations, so be sure one of them is right next to you and helps loading up your energy. On their website it says... The Passion Café philosophy is to create good, natural, wholesome food using the very best quality ingredients we can find. We source locally grown produce as much as we can and go organic wherever possible. Tala de Tapas Boris, Christian and Vanessa are real foodies and well known on the island. They run the Ibiza Food Studio, The Finker and Tala de Tapas with so much heart and soul that enjoying an evening at one of their spaces is a fantastic experience. From the well-selected stuff to the products they use, everything works hand-in-hand hand like a symbiosis. My evening at Tala de Tapas, located in the old town of Ibiza, made me feel like I'm enjoying an evening at a friend's place. The interior, setting and environment is designed like a private dining place where you can see the chef cooking your dishes in front of you. All on point, local and fresh. Be brave and let them decide on the menu for you. Trust me, they know your taste better than you think and I promise you will be overwhelmed. Their statement is... Ibiza Food Studio is an incubator for ideas, a school where skills are learned and taught and a showcase for artists that create dishes in order to be thought, provoking, informative and change your perception of eating. Not just consuming, but sharing. The food is only as good as the ones you share it with. Yes. 
Ibiza offers many hidden treasures apart from the popular beach clubs and packed like sardines bays. Some of them need a short hike to get there, but the reward afterwards is pure beauty, peace and a fantastic energy. As there are so many wonderful beaches, I decided to write a separate article and to do a separate podcast episode in which you find gorgeous beaches with crystal clear waters. One add on this. If you'll be on Ibiza for more than five days, my recommendation is to rent a catamaran with friends and visit Formentera. You don't even need to leave the boat when you're hungry. Cesgerdi is a restaurant located on the coast of the small island and that delivers tasty pasta, pizza and salads directly to your boat. Events and music. Already last year I had the chance to enjoy a wonderful time at La Granca, a pure and heavenly place I immediately fell in love with. Their statement on the website is, La Granca is a farmstead set among Ibiza's pastoral inlands and run in cooperation with Friends of a Farmer, an international association devoted to the cultivation of art, crops and inner gardens. La Granca aims to preserve the natural beauty of the island through local initiatives and programs supporting organic farming. Here, among the hardy skins and ficus and figs, is the real Ibiza, the one untouched by time and tourism, the one of rambling roads, brooding mountains and peerless ocean vistas. Also this year, I had the great pleasure to get on the list for the Sundowner event on Friday evening, enjoying local food and tasty, exceptional drinks while watching the sun going down and listening to the organic sounds combined with electronic vibes of local DJs. Unfortunately, I was too late this year for attending the Moon Festival, but I have to admit that This is still the best musical happening on the island to me. It takes place on Sundays in June until September. Located at Cova Santa, a venue that was built around an old cave, the label celebrates with its nomadic underground artists. For example, Blondish, Feathered Sun, Rach, Rampu, Satori, Valentin Juero and many more. The parties I attended this year, the afterlife closing party at Privilege, the Circo Loco party with Kölsch and Adriatic at DC10, and the Sven Fed after party at Kilometre Cinco. DC10 and Kilometre Cinco were okay, but nothing that captured my heart or put goosebumps on my arms. I never went to Privilege before, but by looking at the lineup for the afterlife closing party, I actually expected a lot. Solomon, Reckondite, Rod Hat, Val, Tale of Us, Mind Against, Dixon, Nina Kravis and many more. I thought, wow, this is going to be the night. Well, it wasn't. To me, it was more one of those bad examples of how commercialization of the music and the island destroys the feeling that touches your heart when listening to electronic music. The scenery and people didn't fit to the essence of and the feeling about techno music. I really tried, but couldn't really feel it in this scenery. 
I had the feeling people were only there because of the party and not because of the music, which made me really sad because the lineup was actually high class. You'll get more insights and details about the scene back then, now and where it could lead to in the future in interviews with Valentin Ruedo and DJ Pippi. You will find those interviews at podcast episodes within iTunes or on SoundCloud. Just to give you a short, a short impression of both of them. Valentin Ruedo is a real Ibisenko. Born on the island in the 80s, he's one of the artists that is determining, influencing the current sound on Ibiza. Among many other great things, he's resident at a festival that captured my heart already during my last year's stay, the Wumun Festival. In this podcast episode, he shared with us his view on the scene, its development, the current parties, and where he thinks it is leading to in the next years. He's also talking about his personal hotspots on the island and about his remarkable, remarkable career as a DJ producer and radio broadcaster. DJ Pippi is a real institution on Ibiza. Back in the 80s, he was actually one of the DJs that created the Ibiza sound. In this podcast episode, I'm talking with the Italian guy about his life on Ibiza, the scene back then and nowadays, his favorite spots on the magical island and stories with Sven Fett. Listen to our inspiring talk at the port of Ibiza town and get first-hand insights about everything that is going on in the electronic music scene there and the work of DJ PP. The bottom line 2017 is that I definitely will be back in 2018. Ibiza got me with all its power places, the indescribable nature and original and authentic happenings and people. New restaurant concepts and parties are already on my list and I can't wait to be back. This island almost feels like home. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you were able to gather some inspiration and some good tips for your next Ibiza stay. Or maybe you will now go to that island next year. Um, all the information about the tips I just put in this podcast episode can be found on tunesandwings.com. The link to that site is in the show notes. So just click on that. And I would be more than happy if you could visit me in the Tunes and Wings Facebook community where you could exchange good travel places, cool new tracks, your favorite sets with other like-minded people. So see you there, rock and roll and stay tuned.